Hello, welcome to Studio Talks. My name is James Swift. I'm Josh McNaughton, and our guest today is. And I'm Warren Miller, uh, photographer, uh, music photographer. Hey Warren, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, good. How are you doing within the lockdown? And do you have any advice for people? Pretty quiet at the moment during lockdown because obviously there's no there's no live music going on, so there's there's nothing really I can photograph. You, you, you know, we we don't even know when it's going to start up. Obviously, yourselves at the studios rather in the same situation, so we haven't really got a clue when it's all going to start up again but hopefully I can't see it being big venues this year but hopefully early next year we may be able to start up again and get in the press pit again and start photographing gigs tips tips over lockdown I'm quite lucky really because you know I work part-time anyway so I've been working I work in retail so I've been working since March anyway part-time so I'm quite lucky so that keeps myself busy to a certain extent but I mean all I can say is just keep yourself busy find yourself something to do whether that be jigsaws or whatever, because uh, I know my partner's been doing lots of jigsaws, which has come become quite adapt at as well. So yeah, just keep yourself busy. Basically, is what I'd say. I've, I've noticed like a lot of people I've talked to about it have said the jigsaws. I find that quite quite fun. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my partner's done about six of them, but I get fed up after after the first couple of pieces. I, I get fed up just finding the straight bits. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, same. I, I think I see two together and I go. I've done my job today. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, last, the last one she did, actually, before she started it, I just nicked a piece without her saying. So when she got to the end, she said, there's a piece missing, so I'll just... <laughs> that's brilliant. Evil genius, that. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, that's how my brain works, I'm afraid. Should have just never give it a back and never let her finish it. How did you get involved in the studio? It's, it's quite a while ago. With the, it was um, with the Lewis Edge live room. My son went to school with Lewis. Uh, Lewis used to call for him every day for school, so so I, I knew I knew Lewis quite well. And obviously, with the tragic events that happened with Lewis, uh, Lewis's mum got in. She wants she she did the gig for the, for the Lewis Edge at the studio, and uh, she wanted me to go down and take some photographs. I've done a little bit of gig photography before in the past, so I just went down to the studio and did those. I got talking to the likes of Louise and people who run it, Steve and that, and they just happened to mention that you know if if you want to come down and photograph gigs at the studio, just come down and. Uh, to tell you the truth, I've never looked back since. James, was, wasn't which, was you involved in that gig? I'm sure you were. I think I, I was involved with a couple of them. Yeah. Um, my first memory of you being there was the when we did the the photo shoot. You know, when we had like different bands come in and we did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I I was involved with one of them. I can't remember which one, but I was involved with one of them. I can't actually um, remember what year that Lewis Edge gig was, but it was, it must have been... Oh, 2013, smart. Maybe I was just about to say either 2013 or 2014, I think it was. So that's when I first got involved. Mm. Yeah, I've never looked back since. I absolutely mm. love the people that run it. Um, it it's just it's just a beautiful place and just full of, full of creative talent and energy. So, I mean, that's why I love it, I think. Definitely. Uh, unfortunately, I don't get down there as often as I could now but um yeah i just love the place it's a brilliant place so what inspired you to pursue photography i, I think it was when, when i was a teenager really i was just um i was just always interested in, in taking photographs with, with with old old film cameras old back mm. uh, instamatics and stuff like that the film side of photography so obviously it's all digital now so it's the film side of photography really fascinated me 
Um, and I even uh, managed to persuade my mum, because I was living down West Bank at the time in, in one of the new houses down there, I even persuaded my mum to, I, so I could take over a little sort of cupboard up on the top of the landing. Uh, and I changed that into a dark room, so I was developing and printing my own stuff. Uh, mm. No one could get in the bath, because there's always big 10 by 8 black and white prints being washed in the bath. So, so we never got baths, only my prints got baths, <laughs> which is quite cute. Really. But yeah, I mean, it was, and I was a, probably a teenager then, which is many, many years ago. So yeah, and it was, of course, it was all film photography. So yeah, I started off with film photography. And I just loved the process of, uh, of printing, you know, taking photographs, developing film and printing the images off. It was just mm. one of those things. Just always loved it. Oh, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I find it like I I um had a very similar conversation with my mum where it was can I um how many times now I've turned around to her and said can I borrow the hall downstairs so I can do a recording session and yeah every yeah. single time she's like yeah yeah sure we'll all go upstairs and hide away upstairs well I play the guitar very badly as you know James so um yeah sometimes I do get the guitar out as well and then uh, it seems to make everyone disappear from the house when I get the guitar out so if I want some solitude, you just play the guitar and everyone disappears in that band. See, I've noticed that whenever I play guitar, people all want to just interrupt. Like, they all go, are you playing, are you recording? Let me, let me, <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give to young people who want to do photography? This is something I'm always getting asked, to tell you the truth. Um, I can know if you want to do photography, just go out and take photographs. Just get, I don't, and it doesn't matter what camera you've got, even if it's your phone camera. Just, just, just go out and take photographs. I would say, I would certainly say, study, study light because basically photography, all you're doing is recording light. That's what you're doing when you take a photograph. Um, yeah, it may be a nice sort of like landscape scene or a portrait or something like that. But what all you're recording is the light that's falling onto that scene. So what I would say is study light, um, study how it affects. You know. Um, early morning what the light's like, midday what the light's like, uh, and late at night or dusk or something like that, what the light's out. They say, they say there's two golden hours that's used for light, for good light, especially if you're doing landscapes, is early hours of the morning or just, just as dawn's coming up and a couple of hours after that and then just before you get dusk and a couple of hours before that. They always call those the golden hours for taking mm. a As far as, um, I mean, I've done a few talks on gig photography all over the place, um, all over the country, actually. And people always ask me how, how, how you get involved in gig photography. And the way to do that is it's, it's basically the way I started, really. It's start small, either find a local, local venue like the studio or go to an open mic night at a pub. You're always welcome there and you're always welcome with a camera as well. And it's good practice for you to get to get used to using your camera because you've got to push your camera to, to the limits when you're doing gig photography because the, the lighting is not good. How many times I've said to you, James, can you just put that lighting up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And you, you know as well as I do how many times I've said that to you. But if you start on the local on the local pub scene doing open mics, um, they'll they'll let you in no problem at all. You'd start taking photographs of the local bands and stuff like that, and then tag them on Facebook. And, and you know, you you start getting bigger and bigger and bigger then, and, and you start getting into the bigger venues. So yeah, any advice, especially on gig photography, is start small uh, and only 
only put out your, be- your good work. Um, people look at my Facebook page and, and, and my website and everything say, oh, amazing photographs, those were really great photographs. But for every good photograph you've got, I, I must have had about six or seven that are totally out of focus or totally overexposed or totally underexposed. So only ever put out your, your best work, really, uh, especially in photography. That's what I would uh, recommend. But start small is the key, mm. is the advice I would give. How would you say that like, like photography has been affected by like social media, such as like Instagram and stuff like that? I wouldn't. Well, since, since the dawn of digital photography, yeah. I mean, everyone is a photographer and I don't I don't like I don't like the way some people say oh you you know you think you're a photographer just because you've got a digital camera I don't like that anyone that takes a photograph in my opinion is a photographer mm. they are a photographer because they're taking photographs whether that's a professional photographer semi-professional photographer or just a hobbyist it, it doesn't matter you are a photographer um so so I mean the digital age has affected it quite a lot because you see an awful lot more images going out the, the thing is you don't see many prints nowadays all on social media so it's all either on instagram twitter or facebook uh, or some of the photography sites that are out there like um 500px and smug mug and um well clicker like i said before so yeah but i'd, I'd love to see a lot more printed work something you can actually hold rather than something you switch your computer screen on and, and the, the images there. So I always love printing my work. I've got about three massive portfolios at home of printed work as well. And as you know, I think it's still up there in the studio now, my exhibition. Mm. So I, I absolutely adore printed work. So yeah, I mean, it, it has affected it a lot. It's a lot easier to, to take a photograph now, but I would still recommend people um, study photography and study uh, exposure and the expo- what we call the, the exposure triangle because you know there's three things that make up a, a, a photograph that's your light, your exposure and, and your, your ISO and stuff like that so you need to study photography as well that's how you start advancing but yeah it has affected it a lot but yeah more printed work that's why I, mean. um, I guess you kind of alluded to it earlier but what would you say your your musical background is with photography well starting at the studio uh, as i say i did do a little bit of photography a little bit of gig photography even before i, I did the studio but it was starting at the studio and i started off at the studio and of course then i was down there every gig virtually just photographing it and giving giving the images to the studio to use for their purposes uh, from there onwards it just snowballed until i was shooting for publications and stuff like that i shot for the, the the mail on sunday and people like that now so it, it gets it gets bigger and bigger and bigger um and i suppose it depends as a gig photographer as well, I suppose it depends on your musical taste, but I've got a very, very varied taste in music. I like anything from classical up to punk, really. Um, biggest loves were electronic music and stuff like that in the, in, in the probably early 80s, mid 80s. Bands like Kraftwerk and, and people like that, who actually saw last year at Blue Dot Festival, uh, managed to call Blue Dot Festival. That's the first time I've ever seen them live as well. I mean, they don't do much on stage. They just walk mm. up, stood behind lectins. But, but the music is incredible, and it was for the time anyway when they were doing it. But yeah, it all started off in the studio and and snowballed from there. So, really, what I'm trying to say is, I can't really thank the studio enough because that's really kick-started my career, or or, or my semi-career as a as a gig photographer. So yeah, yeah, that's okay. where it all started off. 
I would say the the um on the other side of that, I mean, I I didn't know anyone who did photography before you started doing photography yeah. though, and since then, I mean, we've had like Jamie multi- yeah, Jamie, and we had Colin who's come forward and started doing it, and I, I really think that it was you and Kick started that round the studio. Yeah, well, it's nice. It's nice for me to go to the studio when I can get down there now and see other photographers in there doing mm. doing their stuff. Uh, I know Colin as well, and I can't remember who else has been down there, but yeah. It's nice to see him down there mm. uh, and getting the cameras out and, and having a go as well, doing it. I mean, I've got a passion for music anyway. I love music anyway. I've got a passion for photography. So so I'm on cloud nine. I'm doing both the things I love, so it's great. What is it like to plan your workshop event and how do you find teaching it? I, I love doing the workshops that I do uh, for Photolics in, in the studio. I haven't done one for a while, actually. I have to try and get one up and running again. Um, but it's planning it is... It, it, is quite easy because um, I get I, I get a look. I try to always get a local band. I think I've had a couple of local bands. I've had um, Zen Project. Uh, oh, Faster Than Bulls actually did the first. Don't say remember Faster Than Bulls. Yeah, which weren't a local. Well, I say not local. They're from Chorley Way. Uh, I think Faster Than Bulls did the first one. Zen Zen Project did one. Um, Scarlet, who, a band I really like, uh, Jesse, who I used to work with anyway. Um, and I think Yabo did one as well, didn't he? Um, yeah, so yeah, they did, yeah. Four or five there. Quite easy getting the band. It's getting people that are interested in doing it uh, to, to attend. Um, and then just, basically, I've got it all down on, a, on, a, on a, a PowerPoint presentation. So what we do is, James has, has been there when I've been doing it, we have like a sort of like classroom session in the morning where I go over what, what, how I take gig photographs on the screen in the, in the, in the gallery at the studio. And then the, the afternoon is just, is just the band doing, doing a set, doing a full set as they would do in um, any sort of gig or any sort of festival. Um, and I have um, stay on the sound, James on the lighting. Uh, and the lighting's changing all the time, so they have to get used to that. They have to get used to how the band move about on stage. So it, it's great for them, and it, it you know, it's I, I really love doing them. I'll have to try and organise another one pretty soon, as soon as I can. Obviously, once this lockdown's mm. over. But for me, it's it's a labour of love. It's it's not hard work at all. Um, even even doing the talk in the morning, I you know, once I get to talking about photography, the problem is you, you probably can't show me up to tell you the truth. Um, other things, other things. If you ask me to talk about what I do as a part-time job and stuff like that, I'd, I'd probably talk for about two minutes and I get fed up. But talking about photography, it, it, because it's a passion, I'll not shut up if you, if you, unless you tell me to shut up. <laughs> but the, the workshops are brilliant, and I love doing them. I love mm. doing. Them. Uh, the thing I really like about them is, as like just like kind of watching from the outside of doing the lights. I love watching the people just run around and finding like creative ways to to take a picture. Does that make sense? Because you get yeah. a lot of enthusiasm out of the, the like yeah. people who learn from it. Nine times out of ten, it's all about what angle you take the photograph of, where mm. you take the photograph. Um, so, so you know you can you can get ten shots of a band straight on, no problem. Um, mm. But it's looking for that sort of creative angle and that sort of creative shot that will that will make your shot stand out from others. Um, and I'm always doing that even when I'm in a busy press pit at, at festivals. I'm always rushing to a different part of it because, I mean, at festivals, we only get the first three songs and then we're chucked out of the press pit uh, and, and bigger gigs as well. 
So you've got to use those first three songs to get as many angles and to get as many different pictures as you can. And, and that's a bit of a bit of a bit of a nightmare sometimes. But but this is what I teach them when they come onto my workshops is, you know, try and get try and get different angles and different shots, even if it means just because I, I I do allow them on stage as well when we're doing them, when we're doing these um, gig photography workshops. So they can go on stage and get really good close ups of the guitarist or the drummers or the singers or whatever. Uh, you wouldn't normally be able to do that, but but I let I allow them to do that to see what sort of creative juices they can get flowing and see what sort of creative images they can make. So so yeah, I, I agree with you with that, James. I, I love watching them all running around trying to get different creative angles and stuff. Mm, like that. Definitely. And they always you, come up. With this, you know, you do get a lot of enthusiasm. Out yeah, of them, yeah. So. Afterwards as well, if we have time, depending on how long the band play for. We, we can try and get we, we try and get some pictures up or we try and have a look at some pictures and say oh that's great and maybe just change it here or change it there or whatever but yeah I, that's, it's a lovely thing about doing doing those workshops it's just the the creative that comes out of it and some of the images you see later i think wow they're really great and yeah. a lot of them are as well uh, so where can people find you online uh, find your work online Oh, most social media sites. So I'm on Facebook, uh, but don't forget it's Miller with an AR, not ER. Do, do you know what? When I sent you the 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 invitation yesterday, I had like a moment of, have I done AR or ER? I've done it right, but like I had a moment of, oh my God. No worry, I'd have, I'd have slapped it if you were going on. But yeah, it, it, it's Miller AR. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Um, and I've got my own website as well, which is on SmugMug. Um, if you just type in Warren Miller Photography in SmugMug, you'll see me. Or type in Warren Miller on Facebook, you'll, you'll find me. And yeah, I, if, if, I mean, if anyone's wanting to start off in gig photography or just want to start off in photography as, as, as a general, general photography, just, just message me on Facebook or anything like that or any of my social media sites or, or email me. All my email addresses are on there as well. So yeah. I always like to try and help people up the ladder of photography. Um, it's it's one thing that that, that I love doing it, mm. is is passing on what I know to others. And if I don't, if someone asks me a question and I don't know, I'll always try and find out anyway. Um, so yeah, the, most social media sites: Warren Miller, uh, M I W L A R. Brilliant. Uh, th thank you for for doing this with us. It's been it's been uh, great. My pleasure, James. No problem at all. No problem at all. Um, I'll, I'll see you soon. Thank you, James. Thank you, Josh. Thanks.